0: Ever felt like that you're not reaching your fullest potential and you know that there's more to your life than what you're currently experiencing? Or maybe you know that it's time for you to move to your next level professionally or entrepreneurially. Well, in this episode, I speak to one of my mentors who I have been following and had a relationship with for a very long time as we discuss his brand new book, Shift Into a Higher Gear. You definitely want to be a part and listen to this episode if you know that you're ready to move to your next level. Make sure you have your pen and paper out ready to take notes because he's about to give us some golden nuggets on all about how to shift into a higher gear what's going on everyone welcome to a special interview live episode as i am visiting not visiting as i am interviewing with someone who i have followed admired for at least 7 or 8 years now and i'm just excited to be with you all today it's been a while since i have been live been kind of working behind the scenes on the business and doing some things to uh, get ready to end the year strong and start the new year stronger. So I'm excited uh, to be with you today as you come into the space as we are live today. Go ahead, share your name in the comments. Let us know where you're tuning in from. And also, you know, if you have questions along the way, post those in the comments and we will get to those questions throughout the interview, but I'm so excited, so excited that you are with us today. I am Markeith Brayton, the founder and host of the Maximizer Brand Podcast, where I'm all about helping uh, non-to-fivers to to leverage their expertise online so they can be subject matter experts and create the life that they crave. And that's what this podcast is really all about. Is really helping people to learn how to unearth their purpose, unearth what it is that they naturally do well, and then learn how to build a business behind that. And the person that I'm talking to today, he simply did that. He unearthed his purpose. He uh, unearthed the thing that he knew he innately did well, and he built a business behind it. And so let me introduce formally our guest today, none other than Dr. Delatoro McNeil II. That doctor, I tell you, it rings, doesn't it? Dr. Delatoro McNeil II is an internationally renowned peak performance expert who's delivered keynote speeches to major corporations professional associations, conventions, professional sports teams, churches, et cetera, et cetera. He holds a prestigious CSP designation. I'm going to let him explain what that is. The highest international recognition of professional speaking excellence and is in the top 12% of paid professional speakers worldwide. Dr. McNeil is the founder of Platinum Performance Global LLC and partners with Fortune 500 corporations, professional associations, and entrepreneurs to drastically improve organizational effectiveness, employee morale and productivity, training and development, sales performance, and more. He has spoken across the United States and abroad and has delivered more than 4,000, let me say it again, 4,000 presentations over the past 15 years. And so that's just a little brief intro of Dr. McNeil, but we're going to go ahead and bring him in the room so that we can have a further conversation with him. What's going on, doctor?
1: Hi, Keith Braden, I love you, my good friend. It's a remarkable honor to be here with you, man. I'm grateful. I'm excited about this time that we got together, brother. It's going to be a powerful
0: time. Awesome. 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 Well, I shared a little brief information of your bio, but I want you to introduce yourself like you normally would standing on the stage in front of 4,000 people. <laughs>
1: Well, man, I'm just, I'm Dr. Del Toro McNeil II, humble guy from Tampa, Florida. God has blessed us to accomplish a lot in one real central area, and that's peak performance. We help people get better each and every day, whether it's colleges and universities or corporations or uh, the, the kingdom, right, in the in faith-based community, pro sports teams, uh, Fortune 100, Fortune 50 corporations, the top Fortune 50 Uh, professional associations all over the planet. Really, my assignment, uh, Markeith, from day one, when I started speaking, my assignment has always been to high achievers. For some reason, uh, God uniquely equipped me with a gift to be able to speak into the lives of high achievers. And so I never get the call, Markeith, when a company says, hey, our employees suck. Can you somehow make them better? From day one, I don't know why this is. I've always been called by the top organizations and they say we have amazing people can you make a better and so that's been my laboratory that's been my that's been my great challenge that's been my that's been my responsibility from day 1 has been to help top people get better and so we do that uh, through our keynote presentations and our training programs we do that through our books we do it through our podcast uh crushing life with Toro." we do it through everything you know uh, even our, our newest book shift into a higher gear right mm-hmm. so our entire our entire whether it's our crush the stage program or I feel like my my mantle has just been to help high achievers take it to the next level. And so you asked earlier, what was the CSP? I've been a 15 year member of the National Speakers Association. And the CSP is the highest international earned designation for professional speaking excellence. And it places you in the top 12 percent of speakers worldwide. And I'm actually the youngest CSP on the planet because I earned my CSP at the age of 33. so i've actually had my csp for 11 years i'm 44 at the time of this broadcast so i've had my csp for 11 years and i've actually mentored about seven or eight csps now Mm -hmm. and so i'm really really grateful for that man um and just so i'm a humble dude from florida man i was fortunate enough to Um, Both of my parents are remarkable human beings. Um, You know, uh, they divorced early in my childhood. And so my mom was a Sunday school teacher and an English teacher. So if you were going to be Olivia's kid, you had to be able to talk. So from the time I was like literally like four or five years old, Marquise, I got the longest parts in the Easter play, the Christmas play. I had to play Jesus, Moses, Abraham, Isaac,
0: all my friends.
1: (laughs) Marquise, all my friends, they got like, they got like two, three lines, right? I got like six pages of stuff I gotta memorize. I'm like, this is not fair, right? <laughs> and so, so, so I I really believe that my gift for speaking, enunciation, articulation, clarity, and command of mm-hmm. of language came from my mother. But I would have to say that my perseverance and my determination and my doggedness and my just tenacity to not quit, that came from my dad. Uh, my father, uh, who I'm named after, was shot in the upper back twice fighting for you and I in the Vietnam War, left on the battlefield for dead. This is actually a true story. They dragged my dad to the room, dead soldiers, whole room, nothing but dead soldiers, in. and his eyes were blinking feverishly. And someone said, "Grab that one." Hmm. And so someone grabbed my dad out of that heap, and they were able to rehabilitate my dad. Now, my dad could have sat back on a government check his whole life as a disabled veteran, but he decided to one day lead the same organization that rehabilitated him. My dad became the national director of the Paralyzed Veterans Association of America for over 10 years, creating policy globally for disabled veterans. Mm-hmm. And so he's been in a wheelchair longer than I've been alive, but, man, he's lived an amazing life. I mean, literally has sat with presidents, has created policy, has spoken for Congress, I mean, every every Veterans Day, he's asked to keynote speak somewhere around the country and he, he does it. And so he's I mean, you, you name it. So I share that because a lot of times people think that great people or amazing people who are kicking butt and taking names just got there overnight yeah. and they come from great stock. And so I always like to tr- pay tribute to the roots that this tree has grown from. And so my mom and my dad, uh, I honor them both equally for the tremendous uh, impact that they've had in my life. And that humble beginning is what keeps me humble today. Because for me, whether it's New York Times or whether it's the Million Dollar Roundtable or anything else that I'm working on, I I never believe my own press. I never believe my own hype. Because at the end of the day, one of my mentors taught me this a long time ago. He He said, if you can be easily impressed by people, you can be easily depressed by people.
0: (laughs) <laughs> wow. that's true that's true That's true.
1: So, well, i always try to keep a level head about everything man um and yeah. so 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 that's 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 me that's my story man I, I fell in love with the ability to speak and communicate early i had a really short runway Marquis. a lot of people think i'm 44 right now i've been a full-time mm-hmm. speaker for almost 20 years bro man. so if you think about that that means going full-time at 24.
0: I remember, I remember when you when you were really getting started, you know, and and which is why I want to do, you know, this particular interview because I remember the journey. I, I I remember many years ago you came to a church that I was a member of at the time, Born Again Church here in Nashville. Um, I remember you speaking at Tennessee State University, you know. And so yeah, I've been. I've been following you for at least 10 to 15 years, at least 10 to 15 years. And, you know, one of the things that I was talking to a friend of mine about, uh, even for myself, which is why this interview is important, because it's twofold. I wanted to kind of get some nuggets from you on the speaking business end, but also talk about your book. And that is, you know, many people would say, you know, is speaking still a great opportunity for individuals to jump into the industry? Can you really create a, a lifestyle that you crave and create the income that you desire in the market?
1: Wow, man. Well well, first of all, I appreciate you for so let me just stop and acknowledge all things you said. First of all, I appreciate you for following the brand for that many years. Yeah. That's number one. I appreciate that, man. That that means a lot to me, and that speaks to your level of excellence as well. And but as you've watched me, I've watched you, and I've watched you uh, go and, and, and learn from several, uh, yeah. learn from me and several of my colleagues, mm-hmm. and 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 I've watched you perfect your gift and perfect your craft. And now you're an industry standard, brother. So yeah. I just want you well, to know thank you. the time, the years, the tears, the frustration, <laughs> crafting it, the honing it, brother. Yeah. The cycling, the, the 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 cinematography, the the podcasting, the commitment to excellence with your graphics, the commitment to uh, excellence with your fraternity, with just w- how you show up and support other brands, how you learn from from other influencers, and you go through their mastermind programs, mm-hmm. and you go through their coaching programs. I've seen it all, and so I've watched you now you now sit in a beautiful place in the industry because you are revered or admired and you're respected and you you have become the very thing that you admired for years Mm -hmm. but you put the work in you put Mm -hmm. the time in you put the investment in financially and you sat down and you studied and so man i i appreciate you um i value i remember when i was getting my podcast started i said man there's about five or six people that i want to sit down with and let them Give me input into my podcast, and you were one of the people that I called and asked yeah. to do a one-hour Zoom. I said, "Man, will you jump on Zoom and just give me some coaching?" So yeah. uh, one of the one of the things, one of the hallmarks, you know, Les Brown calls me all the time. He's been a mentor. Uh, Doctor Willie really Jolly calls me all the time. He's been a mentor. So I think the way that it should work is that we should always be learning from. I love something that Les says. He says, "You're never too young to teach, and you're never too old to earn, to learn." You're never too young to teach and you're never too old to learn. So I think we should always be learning from each other and growing from each other and cultivating each other's gifts and talents and taking each other to that next level, man. So I I honor and I recognize you, brother, for the great work that you're doing. And I'm grateful to you for that, man. That means a lot to me.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, I um, am always, always appreciative of your words. You know, they are encouraging because, you know, this entrepreneur thing is it's, it's like this, right? And sometimes you feel like maybe I'm not on the right path. And I came to myself uh, maybe the past few months uh, because speaking and, and developing that skill has always been my first love. And as business kind of took off, I really kind of started doing a whole lot of coaching because it seemed to be quicker money <laughs> uh, for me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. the pandemic and going through these se- this season really has caused me to rethink and to want to repivot back to marketing mm-hmm. myself and uh, more as a speaker and, and yes. sharing my message and standing on more stages to impact more yes, lives. Because there was always one defining moment uh, that everybody always says when they hear me speak or when they experienced me, and they say, Markeith, every time I'm in a room with you, when you open your mouth, I want to pay attention. Yeah, it's something good. about good. your voice, something about yeah. how you share that makes yeah. people want to say to themselves, I need to listen to what this guy has to say. Yeah. And because yeah. of so many of those experiences, it has informed me that I need to re back to what my first love is yeah. and always has been, you know. And so Here's one question for you.
1: And you bring up oh real quick and you bring up yeah. something powerful. And I like I like the languaging that you're using. You just said something powerful that I haven't heard a lot of, which is the importance of the repivot. Mm. Yeah. Right? So at the end of the day, we all were forced to pivot mm-hmm. But now how do we repivot? Yeah. Right? Because sometimes what we were doing before COVID was working. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just that the 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 industry, the environment shifted, so we had to shift along with it. Yeah, but now it's a great opportunity to kind of repivot back to, like you said, that first love. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of, the, one, of my, one of my favorite scriptures is, is is Psalms one. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the go- ungodly, nor standeth the way of the sinner, nor siteth the, sitteth in the sea that is scornful. But his or her delight is in the law of the Lord, and in that law does he or she meditate day and night. And he or she shall be like a tree, solid, planted by the rivers of living water, whose leaf also shall not wither. Who will bring forth fruit in its own season and whatsoever he or she doeth shall prosper mm-hmm. so at the end of the day whatever you put your hand to is going to prosper as long as you be like a tree and here's the thing what i love about a tree is that as long as you're rooted in i've never seen a tree come out of the ground with multiple trunks mm-hmm. ever i've never seen a tree come out of the ground with multiple trunks as long as you have a strong trunk you might branch out into a lot of different things right And one or two of your branches might go away because of a pandemic, but at the end of the day, as long as you got a strong trunk, those branches can come right back. Who am I talking to? Come on, somebody. The winds of change, the winds of a divorce, the winds of a bankruptcy, the winds of a COVID-19, the winds of a pandemic might blow away a couple of your branches, but as long as you got a strong trunk, those branches can sprout right back. So I invite you in this conversation to consider shifting into a higher gear by considering how you can repivot back to like what you're saying, my first love. Here's one thing I can tell you with mathematical exactitude, speaking has always been good to me. Speaking will always be good to me. I will live and die as one of the best in this industry. I will live and die as one of the best doing this thing called using the gift that God has given us. When God created, he spoke. So we are being most like God when we speak things into existence. He didn't have to come down and do a whole bunch. And he spoke it and it and it became. So we have that same power. And if, if we serve a more than enough God, that means that we're more than enough children. And at some point, we got to believe that. That's right. And if you can't believe it, then you got to borrow other p- people's belief in you until your belief kicks in. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, because the question was, OK, is it a good time to pivot back into speaking? So for me, here's what happened. During 2020, I did... I pivoted to virtual. I didn't stop speaking. I did probably 60 virtual keynotes during 2020. I transitioned my three-day across the stage program, which was live, virtually. I converted my three-day speaker training bootcamp called Speaking Business Mastery, virtually, right? We sold online courses and we did webinars and things of that nature, but I shifted everything that I was doing to a virtual platform right? And even now in 2021, I've been doing a hybrid. So I've been doing 50% live events, 50% virtual events. Just last week, I did um, a live keynote for the Million Dollar Roundtable. And that was one of their first live events coming back after the pandemic. And a Million Dollar Roundtable is one of the most coveted stages you can get as a speaker. If you get it once in your career, you're fortunate. It's like the Oscars of speaking, because the Million Dollar Roundtable is the largest international... Um, association for the top financial and insurance professionals all over the world. So any financial company or any insurance company that you can imagine are members of the million dollar roundtable and their top employees attend the million dollar roundtable to grow and get better. So last week, Markeith, I'm sure you saw this. Last week was my third time speaking for the Million Dollar Roundtable, man. That's a three-peat, brother. And there's very few speakers on planet Earth who can say that they've had a chance. even my mentors. They said, dude, I got it once, but I certainly haven't been invited three times. And that speaks to the importance of what I call RRSB, repeat referral spinoff business. And I think one of the keys to success in this industry And to answer so i'm I'm answering your question like in two ways i think one of the keys to success in the industry is constantly Marquise getting better and better Mm -hmm. lifelong learning never stopping never getting stuck on your laurels and constantly figuring out how to shift with your clients how to now i'll be honest i didn't get full fee all last year Mm -hmm. i shifted my fee to whatever the client's budget was why because i wanted to stay busy Number two, I wanted to put reciprocity in the heart and mind of my clients. And number three, I realized that guess what? Y'all had to lay off all these people. You gotta try to keep the lights on. I don't wanna be a burden on you. I still wanna come and impact. So I adjusted my fee last year to make sure that I could still work with my clients. But guess what? Those same clients remembered me. And as soon as they came back to these live events, boom, they invited us to come in. And so this year we've been doing hybrid events. And I think your ability as a communicator to be dynamic virtually and to be dynamic live is the key to your success. So if you're watching this broadcast and you would say, okay, Dr. Del Toro, I think I could use some coaching and some mentoring in what it means to be that dynamic. I invite you to come check out. I know we're talking about my book today, but yeah. if you're wanting if you growth as a speaker and as an influencer, I, I, I double-dubbed you to check out our program. It's called Crush the Stage. You can learn more about it by visiting www.helpmecrushthestage.com. It's called stagecom You can learn about our Van January cohort. You can register for it. And we can't wait to work with you.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. You know, I just had to get that one question in. We may have to do a whole other interview on how to build a speaking business. But, yeah. you know, I, I'm so passionate about it. So passionate about it. Well, you doctor, did,
1: you did something awesome and you pivoted to coaching. And I think that that's yeah. remarkable. I think we i need, scripture says, cast your bread upon many waters because you never know which one is going to prosper this or that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that you have multiple streams of revenue right. in your speaking business, you need coaching, you need some consulting, you need some speaking engagements, you need some online courses and some online offerings and master classes and, and virtual that you need to have all of it. So instead of it being a one or the other, it's a both and.
0: That's so good. So good. Well, Dr. McNeil talked about his book, and we have it here on on the screen. And the title of the book is Shift into a Higher Gear, Shift into a Higher Gear, Better Your Best and Live Life to the Fullest. And you can get this book on Amazon. We're trying to get him to be a national bestseller. And so. Go check that out. But we're going to go ahead and have a little bit of conversation around the book. Tell us first, you know, what was the inspiration behind the book?
1: man so uh, I'm really excited man this book we've been birthing this book man for a while so uh, Markeith you know you've been following the brand so in 2013 I launched a conference a national conference called the full throttle experience I've been riding my motorcycle for about the last 10 years and I love motorcycle riding I think it's a fantastic mode of transportation and especially in today's gas prices can I get a shout with today's gas prices you need to be on a motorcycle now more than ever before True. Seriously, brother. When I first bought my motorcycle, Marquis, this is a true story, brother. When I first bought my motorcycle, I had, I had, um, I had a Ford Expedition Eddie Bauer, mm. and so I've, I've had, I've had sedans, but I've also had trucks, and so, uh at that time, I think gas was almost four dollars a gallon, and I'm like, you've got to be freaking kidding me! I was getting thirteen miles to the gallon in that freaking Eddie Bauer. I'm like, this is horrible. So I decided to get a motorcycle because I'm like, I run too many small errands around town to be gassing up like this this is ridiculous so i get my first motorcycle marquee. and it's like okay you can do 50 miles to a gallon mm-hmm. 50 miles to a gallon versus 13 i said i'm i'm a motorcycle rider the rest of my life just off that right
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: So, so i i created I, so i i started getting all these downloads every time i would ride my motorcycle marquee, i would get all these downloads about how life and business parallel motorcycle riding and so I would come home and write them down, et cetera, et cetera. The church I was going to at the time, uh, my pastor asked me to come and give an illustrated message around the subject matter. And so I was like, okay, cool. So I, I did it and it was called living life full throttle. And it went so well that I was got asked immediately to give that message five more times at five different locations. Each of those went so incredible that I said, man, I'm onto something here. The following year, I turned it from an illustrated message into an actual conference. Mm. And we hosted that conference many years called the full throttle experience three and a half day uh, motorcycle theme success conference, where I teach about 30 different parallels about how life and business success parallel aspects of motorcycle riding. And so when the pandemic hit, I had an opportunity to pitch a book concept. And this is our eighth book. This is book number eight for me. Okay. And I've already, so I've self published six books, and I had another book deal uh, several years ago. So this is my second flagship book. Uh, My first flagship book is a book called Caught Between a Dream and a Job.
0: Yes, yes. (laughs) that that was a good book. Man, that book
1: took me all over the world. And to be honest with you, after I wrote it, I wasn't sure if I was going to write anything that could top it because it just was so popular.
0: And still relevant today.
1: And still relevant to this very second, to this very second however when shifting to a higher gear came out i had changed so much i had shifted i had evolved i had grown because dream and dreaming a job is really ideal for people who were stuck who were in transition and so if you're not in transition the book really didn't apply to you if you're already a successful entrepreneur the book didn't really apply to you if you're kicking butt and taking names in your corporate career the book didn't really apply to you so there was a lot of even though it was a phenomenal book it was a um it was a book that was cater to a specific person who is in a specific shift so for that the book did what it was supposed to do which is awesome what i love about our new book shift into a higher gear better your best and live life to the fullest is we wrote this book intentionally for every single high achiever on the planet to be able to resonate with this content and to be able to use it to make small shifts that make the big difference one of the things that i love about this book every single chapter Starts with the action verb shift, and I give you an invitation to shift in 12 different areas of your life and business to take your life to that next level. Brian Tracy, who's considered one of the most content rich communicators per minute in the world, wrote the forward to this incredible book. and He calls this book a game changer in personal development. It's been endorsed by every um, every major um Influencer that you could imagine, from 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 the Les Browns to the Doctor Willie Jollies of the world, Doctor Shirley Davises of the world, Forbes Riley, uh, to uh, Reverend Doctor Michael Beckwith, to Pastor Deharious Daniels, to Pastor John K Jenkins, Pastor Jamal Bryant. I mean, it just goes on and on. Uh, and 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 this is the book that we're taking all the way to the New York Times bestseller list, y'all. So we want you to go out there right now and grab a copy of this incredible book. And also, if you're an Audible fan. The publisher gave us the option to hire an actor to to read the book. I'm like, I ain't doing that, bro. Let me go in studio, put my headphones (laughs) on. So I read my own book. So anybody who's out there who's an Audible fan, uh, man, the reviews we've been getting, Keith, and you can appreciate this as a as a sound engineer, as as a technician, as a podcast host everybody's been saying man they said dude this is one of the best audio books i've ever mm-hmm. listened to because it's mm-hmm. not some actor it's me reading the book and i'm bringing the words to life uh in a really fresh and powerful way so if you're an audible fan go grab the book on audible and right now as this podcast is airing all over the planet we are in a seven-day campaign to get this book all the way to the new york times bestseller list and our goal is to sell 8888 copies of this book in seven calendar days and and, and, and literally just shatter the records. And I'm not a celebrity and I'm not an entertainer and I'm not a famous athlete. I'm not a politician. So I don't have all those advantages, but I believe that good content wins the day. And I also believe that little becomes much in the hands of God. And I believe that if you have the right support system, anything is possible for you. So I'm going after a very, I'm being very honest with you, Marquise, this is a very public goal. It's mm-hmm. a very public goal, brother. And there's a lot of eyeballs on this campaign this week. And it's interesting because not all eyeballs are good. Some people are watching to see if we succeed. And there's people who are watching to see if we fail. Mm-hmm. Here's where here's where I'm I'm at with it. There's a great quote that says this "Shoot for the moon. Even if you miss the moon, you'll land among the stars. The stars. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I have never seen anybody I've never seen anybody, I've been in this industry 20 years. I've never seen anybody publicly go after the New York Times like we are doing it right now. Mm. I've never seen it. I've never been asked to be a part of a campaign where we were going after the New York Times as a collective, I've never seen it. So I'm doing what has not been done before, at least from what I've seen. But at the end of the day, I mean, everybody's trying to go become an Amazon bestseller and you know in in a sub-subcategory and all that jazz. And I think that's great. I don't take anything from it. Self-publishing, I teach self-publishing. But at the end of the day, I want this message to be um, heard all around the world, and I want to prove that you can can go from being labeled an at-risk youth in the fifth and sixth grade told academically you're not going to amount to much of anything, to literally ascending to the highest levels of success in publishing and in the personal development space. You can do that whole continuum as a direct result of the shifts that we teach you how to make in this book. And so that's that's it, man. That's that's what we're doing, Marquis, brother. We out here. We're just trying to do this industry different. You don't have a name like Delatoro Toro and do this. Industry <laughs> same. I, I'm yeah. just I'm a different cat. You've seen it. You've yeah. seen. It. I'm just different in this industry, man. And so I I, I, don't, I don't I got the world's first reality show on public speaking.
0: I mean yeah. the keynote. Yeah.
1: I mean I, I don't know what it is, dude. But God just stamped me a little different, man. And so I've learned. Everybody who's watching this, please put this in the comments. There's dollars in your difference.
0: Mm, there's dollars in your difference. Wow. There's dollars in your difference. There, type that in the comments. Somebody type that on is, LinkedIn, on dollars. Facebook. <laughs> dollars right. in your there, difference.
1: There is dollars in your difference. I've been I've been doing this full time almost 20 years. Listen to me. Your dollars are in your difference. Mm-hmm. I say this all the time. I said it in my goal cast celebrate your own uniqueness because if two of us are the same one of us is unnecessary Mm. i'm gonna say that again pay carefully i'm gonna pull my camera close because i need you to get this celebrate your own uniqueness because if two of us are exactly the same if you're just like another speaker if you're just like another influencer if your book is just like somebody else's if two of us are the same if your podcast is just like somebody else's If your live event is just like somebody else's, if your coaching program is just like somebody else's, your dollars are in your difference. Celebrate your own uniqueness, because if two of us are the same, one of us is unnecessary.
0: Unnecessary. Ah!
1: So your dollars are in your difference. So here's my challenge to you. Get clear about grab a journal and write down what makes you different from someone else. Mm -hmm. And then you need to market. You need to articulate that difference. Because that's what's going to make someone pick you. Why do people pick CVS over Walgreens? It's in mm. your difference. Why do people pick Publix over Kroger? It's in your difference. Why does someone pick uh, Ruth Chris over o- over Cheesecake Factory? It's in your difference.
0: Target over Walmart.
1: Target over Walmart. It's in your difference,
0: mm.
1: not your similarity to them, but it's in your difference. Wh- wh- what makes Weeble different from 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 from, from um. Uh, TD Ameritrade or or Coinbase versus uh, crypto.com. It's in your difference. Your dollars are in your difference. You must create distinction. And you have to shift into getting clear about what makes you different from someone else. There's nobody else on the planet that has written a book that parallels personal development to motorcycle riding until right now. I decided to do something different
0: yeah that's so good so good and you know as as you were talking to the fact of the matter is is that there's room for them all come on right say that. you know there's there's room for for them all there's a target on one side of the street and a walmart on the other right there's a kroger right. on one side of the street right. right and a Publix down the street right you go to in the grocery store there's Kellogg's Corn Flakes, there's Post Corn Flakes, there's, hey
1: and they're all being purchased and you just said something powerful, Markeith you gotta understand that they're still both in demand listen, I believe in the abundance mindset, one of my interests before he passed was a guy by the name of Dr. Stephen Covey wrote the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, one of the things Dr. Covey taught me, he said Dr. Toro, remember this for the rest of your life there are only two mentalities of life Scarcity, and abundance period. Hmm. Scarcity mentality says this, there was only one pie. So if you get a big chunk, there's automatically left for me. Abundance mentality says this, there's unlimited pie. So if I do what you did to get your pie, then my pie is on the way. So here's my question. What mindset are you operating from? Scarcity or abundance? Because abundance mentality says, I can make a million dollars without taking a nickel out of your pocket. And that's not the, that's not the mindset that, Marquis, that we grow up in. We grow up in the crabs in the bucket. I need to take from you in order to have whatever I want. So And it doesn't kind of make sense because how can you be made in the image and likeness of an abundant God, but yet you feel like you need to take from others to create the abundance that you seek? I'll wait. So my friend, I want you to learn how to operate in abundance. And that's exactly what we teach you how to do in this new book. So I need you to go on Amazon right now and I need you to pick up several copies of this book right now. I need you. To, I want you to do something different. I'm not asking you to just go and grab one copy of this book and say, OK, I have it. Dr. Del Toro. Great. I'm asking this book came out when it did for a reason. I believe everything about this book has been very, very intentional. Marquee, did you know that right now this book is in over 45 airports all across the country mm. did you know that right now last week this book won an award for one of the top 10 best books for living your best life wow men'sjournal.com gave us that award and some of the other books that's been compared against has been unbelievable books only been out three weeks do you know that this book came out we signed a publishing deal two years ago wrote the book during the pandemic and the book the day the book came out was october 19th National Evaluate Your Life Day.
0: (laughs) National Evaluate Your Life Life Day.
1: (laughs) The day the book came out was National Evaluate Your Life Day. Mm. (laughs) Dude, we can't make this stuff up. We cannot make this stuff up, y'all. This is the time. This is the season. All the stars have aligned. And this is a beautiful time of year to to not only evaluate yourself, but evaluate others around you. One of the biggest themes of this book is for you to not do life by yourself. Mm -hmm. You wanna ride with a biker posse. In chapter eight of the book, we talk about shift your posse because who you ride with matters. Marquis, you know that better than anybody. You're constantly Mm -hmm. showing pictures of the different mastermind groups that you're a part of and how your your, your mindset, your heart set, your set, your will set and your bank account has been a direct Mm -hmm. reflection of who you ride with. Mm Mm-hmm. Your quality of life your physical body your physicality how you take care of yourself all of those things have been a reflection of the input that has come from your biker posse yeah
0: i posted and that so in my stories today posted in my stories i worked out with uh a trainer today and i was like you know you got to surround yourself with people who know the way mm. right you know i was doing good during the pandemic i i lost the weight on my own i i changed, you know, shifted up my nutrition on my own, but I was having a hard time building the muscle that I wanted to build on my own.
1: Yes, sir. Yes,
0: sir. And so I I knew the person who could help me do that. Mm. Right? And if you don't make that investment, then you 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 become you become the the blockage, right? You become the blockage when there are people out there that know the way.
1: Now, you just tapped on something I talked about this morning in in, in something we've been doing all week called The Morning Shift, which is a roadmap. One of the things that I teach people in Chapter 12 of the book is because Chapter 12 is called Shift from Simple Goal Setting Mm. to Transformational Goal Getting. And one of the things that we talk about in Chapter 12 is in order to achieve any goal, you absolutely positively must have a roadmap. And Markeith just said something brilliant. He said, I knew who could help me achieve the goal. I believe a lot of us know who we need to reach out to who can help us get to that next level. But you have not graduated the conversation with them. Mm. Shift your posse, Chapter 8, because who you ride with matters. I believe Dr. Mike Murdoch is one of the wisest dudes I've ever met in my life. Dr. Mike Murdoch and Dr. Miles Monroe, two of the greatest gladiators when it comes to um, just they say more in one sentence than most people say in a whole day. Y'all, you know what I'm saying, Markeith? And one of the things that Dr. Uh, Mike Murdoch taught me is he said, everything that you want in your life <laughs> is already in your
0: life. Already in your life.
1: It's merely waiting your recognition. I got chills all over my body. I can't even think right now, brother. Woo! I'm gonna say it again. He said, every Marquis, dude, y'all, y'all better share this broadcast. (laughs) this
0: broadcast. There is oil on this broadcast, and I'm
1: telling you. Watch this, y'all. This this will change your life. Watch this. And it speaks to something we talk about in chapter eight of the book. Everything in your life is already in your life. It's merely waiting your recognition of it. And what it reminds me of is if you're in a city, I, you know, I, fly, I travel a lot. And so you know how like the radio station in one city is different from it is in another. Mm-hmm. And so if you get in a rental car, you might not know what the, the, the radio station could be banging in that city. But if you don't know the frequency, you can't tap into it in your vehicle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's there. You can't recognize it till you pull up that antenna and you tune that radio to that and then boom, it comes through crystal clear. What am I trying to say to you? One of the things we teach you in chapter eight of the book, Markeith just said this, is you need to learn how to graduate the conversation with the people that are already in your life. There are people who are already in your life that can take you to another level of fitness, another another level of finances, another, another level of investment, another level of fulfillment in your marriage, another level of fulfillment in your career. There's people that you already know intellectually that can take you to the next level. Here's the problem. You haven't graduated the conversation. You're still having surface-level conversations with them. How are you doing? God bless you. How's life? How's the kids? That's surface-level nonsense. Instead of, I'm hurting at this point in my business. Can you heal that hurt? My God. That's why masterminds are so important. That's why accountability partners are so important. You need to, write this in the comments, tell people where you're hurting.
0: Mm. Tell people where you're hurting.
1: Yeah, but we're so busy, Marquise. We're so busy, Marquise, trying to look good, look accomplished, look successful, look achieved. Look, look. all. We're trying. We're, we're so busy posturing. Right. And, and when you're posturing, here's the here's the disconnect. When you're posturing, you're being propped up. I teach this in chapter five of the book, shift from excuses to powerful declarations because you can't ride with the kickstand down. See, the purpose of a kickstand, Markeith, is to prop up the motorcycle when the motorcycle is not in use. Hmm. Yeah! I'm going to say it again. The purpose of the kickstand is to prop up or support the motorcycle. Come on, it Doc. When the motorcycle is not in use. So if you're using an excuse, then you're not using your life. Your your bike ain't even on. Wow.
0: An excuse is a kickstand. <laughs>
1: An excuse is a kickstand. Every time you use the excuse, here's what's even more powerful: if the engine of the motorcycle of your life is on and you drop the kickstand, boom, it shuts the engine down. Mm-hmm. Because when you drop the kickstand, it tells the motorcycle you're not ready to ride. So mm-hmm. the moment you drop an excuse, you've told life, God, the universe, source, whatever you believe, that you're not ready to ride. My God, I'll wait. I'll wait, I will wait for you in the comments. I ain't going nowhere.
0: My God. Mm.
1: So here's the question. Are you gonna shift out of excuses and get into powerful declarations? Because I love what Jim Rohn said. He said, you can make excuses or you can make money, but you can't make both.
0: Mm, mm, mm.
1: You can make excuses, you can make a great marriage, you're not gonna be able to make both. You can make excuses or you can make a great kid, you're not gonna be able to do both. Make excuses. Or make a great physical body that your future self will thank you for. Mm. You can't make both. You can make excuses, or you can build wealth. You're not gonna be able to do both. So choose ye this day.
0: Choose ye this day. <laughs> my, God. my God, my God, my God. I don't. I, I mean, what more? What more do we need? What more do we need today? Y'all just got a sermon to day. In the book you talk about, you say that uh, in the United States, the United States ranks 65th globally in overall life fulfillment. What do you think? Why do you think that is? And what can people really begin to do about it? Because one of the things that, and you mentioned Dr. Miles Monroe, who really... A particular quote was the impetus of my business because as I was being laid off my job in 2014, it it just continues to register in my head every day. And I believe it is the message for which I am supposed to deliver on a regular basis. And that is that the greatest tragedy in life is to be successful at the wrong assignment. (laughs) And for the last 10 years... You know, since I heard that quote, I ask myself every day, ask God, God, I, help me to be on the right assignment.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I believe
0: a lot of that fulfillment, people have mm-hmm. e- experienced levels of success corporately on their jobs, experienced yeah. levels of financial success. However, that fulfillment is missing because the thing that they're successful at is really not their assignment.
1: Come on, Doc. Good night and have mercy. So
0: talk a little bit about, you know, why is that and and what do people need to do?
1: It's powerful that you bring this conversation up because we were talking about this last night uh, in my conversation with uh, Pastor John John K. Jenkins, one of the most remarkable leaders I've ever known. Uh, he leads the uh, First Baptist Church of Glen Arden here in yeah.
0: Washington, D.C. One I of love the, biggest, the church. Biggest churches. Love it.
1: Oh, my God. He's, he's a remarkable leader, remarkable communicator. Um, he's a pilot, so he flies himself most of his speaking engagements. It's just insane. He's a great father, grandfather, husband. One of the things that we talked about, I'm a dad, I have two daughters. I'm a girl dad. In fact, uh, my oldest daughter miracle is, is, uh, turning 16. And then my youngest daughter hope just turned 14. If either one of both of my girls grades dropped drastically during the pandemic, I'll be honest with you. I'm a very successful person, but guess what? Uh, And I'm a phenomenal dad. I I think I'm a better dad than I am an entrepreneur, to be honest with you. Um, But my girls would disagree. But whatever. (laughs) They're like, Dad, you're great at both. Right? But anyway, uh, my girls' grades suffered during the pandemic. And so they said, hey, Dad, guess what? Our grades will improve once we go back to physical school. I said, no, the hell they won't. They said, why? They're like, well, why can't your grades improve right now? Well, we just don't like e-learning. Hmm. Um, You love TikTok, don't you? Yeah, Dad. We love YouTube, don't you? Yeah, Dad. Cool. That's (laughs) e-learning. Come on, Marquis. That's e-learning. I said, so why don't we take away those other, since you don't like e-learning, let's take away TikTok and YouTube since you don't like e-learning until you can get these grades better (laughs) in an e-learning environment. And then we can bring those back since you don't like e-learning. And you'd be amazed, brother, how quickly their grades improved. I bring up the story because if Miracle and Hope came to me with a report card that had a 65 on it, or they got a 65 on a test, or they got a 65 on a quiz, I would absolutely be flabbergasted, as any parent would, because that's a failing grade. And it's amazing that we live in the greatest country in the world, most powerful military in the world, but as a country we are globally ranked 65th when it comes to overall life fulfillment. And there are four, I I love it. We talk about it right in chapter one of the book. There are four determining factors that this, so there was a global insurance organization that did a massive study to determine what people consider are the four most compelling factors that determine living a fulfilling life. That's why you gotta get the book, y'all. The first one is family. If, if, If you have a love for family, Then you're living a fulfilling life. Number two is success, based upon whatever you define success to be. If you are considering yourself successful, then you're living a fulfilling life. Number three, you're giving and you're contributing towards causes that you believe in. If you're giving and contributing towards causes you believe in, you are considered living a fulfilling life. And then number four was health and vitality. If you have the health and the wealth and the vitality to enjoy the life that you're living, you're considered living a fulfilling life. Now, Out of those four categories, with all the technology, all the advances, all the amazing things America has going on for itself, Marquise, we still rank 65th. (laughs) Mm. So what does that say? Stuff does not create fulfillment. Bigger boats, bigger houses, bigger mansions, bigger country clubs, right? Right. All that stuff. We got bigger social media following. And we still can't. We're still 65th. So it's not all this stuff that we're accumulating that helps us to get fulfillment. So my question is, what is? And you answer the question. A life lived well. A life lived in such a way that says, watch this, I wanna live full, as Dr. Miles Monroe would say, and die empty. I wanna have lived inside my assignment. I want to have solved the problem that I was put on this earth to solve. Each one of us were put here for a reason and with a reason, and it's our obligation and responsibility to get clear about what that is and then do it to the fullest ability each and every single day to live life to the fullest. And that actually makes me think of, Marquis, the whole conversation of uh, what we talk about in Chapter Two of the book, which is Shift from Coasting, one of Mm -hmm. my favorite chapters. It's so hard, bro. This this book is so sick, dude. There is not... I don't even have a favorite chapter because it, each chapter just hurts my brain when I talk about it, bro. The chapter two is shift. You got to shift from coasting to living life three-dimensionally. Yeah. Right? Right? And I love that concept, bro, because here's the truth, and I've never heard it before. Here's another delatorial distinction, Marquise. Let's get it, brother. And I invite, I invite people. Okay, you tell me if you've heard it before. We're working on a TED Talk right now <laughs> because of this very concept. Literally, true story. I've done Gold Cast, I've done a million dollar roundtable. I hadn't done TED Talk, it was never really a priority of mine. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do one, especially on this concept. Over life, most of us have been taught to coast. Coming to work on Monday, you just can't wait till it's Friday. Most of us are taught to live a very haphazard, kind of laissez-faire, take life as it comes, kind of life, right? You're coasting, right? And when you coast, just to teach you a little bit of something about automotive, when you coast, the transmission is not connected to the engine, which means you're not sending power to the back wheel to propel you forward, okay? That's an important note, we'll talk about that in a second. You need to learn how to live what I call three-dimensionally. Why is three-dimensional living so important? Because I love 3D movies and I really enjoy uh, going out and watching a movie in 3D. But isn't it interesting how in order for you to even process a movie in 3D, you got to have on the right lenses. You got to have the right glasses on or you can't even process what's coming at you. So is it possible that according to Mike Murdoch's Law of Recognition, right, Markeith, life is coming at you in 3D, but you're only processing it one dimensionally because you don't have the right lenses on until you read this book and in this book i teach you how to put on the right lenses the 3d lenses that you need to see life the way you really need to see it because here's the truth you were taught to live life one-dimensionally you were taught that living a fulfilling life is living your length of years and if you live till you're 70 80 or 90 years old they say oh he lived a full life she lived a full life markeith come on camera brother i'm gonna say something that's gonna change everybody's life watch this You can live a hundred years or you can live one day, one year, a hundred times. You can live a hundred years or you can live one year a hundred times.
0: Oh my God. Oh my God. You can live a hundred years or or you can can live
1: live one year a hundred times.
0: One year a hundred
1: (laughs) times. If that doesn't bother you, something's wrong. If that's (laughs) right. That bother your whole consciousness and disrupt all your concepts. Something's wrong. Why Mm. am I saying this to you? You were taught to live life one
0: dimensionally. Mm.
1: And you celebrate one dimensional living in the form of birthdays.
0: My God. God.
1: When was the last time someone Mm. ever went to Cheesecake Factory and celebrated a happy width day, a happy depth day?
0: Mm, mm, mm.
1: The reason why we don't celebrate width and depth, which are true, measurable, and crucial dimensions to measure size and scale, is because those are harder to measure. So we typically don't measure those things. You can look at a calendar and see if you've lived longer. But like I said, you can live 100 years or you can live the same year 100 times.
0: 100 times in one year. <laughs>
1: In, in, in your same circle of sameness, in your same circle of cycle of, 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 of nonsense and mediocrity, same friends, same connections, same results, same outcome, same income.
0: My God, my God, my God,
1: my God, So You got to shift from one dimensional living to three dimensional living. Three dimensional living says this. I'm going to live the length of my years, the width of my years and the depth of my years. In other words, I want to make each year deep and wide. And I want to get all 365 days out of that hush puppy. And the argument that I make in the chapter that's why you got to pick up this book man it's so sick. Jamal Bryant said he Dr. Jamal Bryant said I threw your book across the room when I read this. I threw it across the room. He said, I've never heard this stuff before. What's the common denam- what is the common denominator Marquise between Princess Diana, Chris Farley, Bob Marley. Bruce Lee, hmm. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X. Come on, somebody, right? Jesus Christ, the human being. Of course, I worship him as Lord and Savior, but the human being. What is the common denominator? of Selena, the famous Latina singer. What is the common denominator amongst all those people? None of them. Even though we remember them throughout human history, not a single one of them lived beyond the age of 40 years old. All of them
0: mm. lived full They're because full. they were
1: wide and deep. We remember them because they were wide, deep. and So they had length, they had width, they had depth. They didn't have 80, 90 years. They had to make their imprint and their impact in a short amount of time.
0: Mm. My, God. My God. Now let's
1: go to Jesus. Jesus lived only 33 and a half years, didn't even start really kicking butt until he was 30.
0: Till he was 30.
1: And then his mom's pushing him to go do it. And he says, Mama, my time has not yet fully come, but I'm gonna go ahead and tap my finger in it and turn the water into wine. And in three and a half years, turn the whole world upside down.
0: Upside down.
1: That's called 3D living. Wide long deep. 3D living. Wide, long, deep. Stop trying to just focus on your length of years, baby. And give me some three-dimensional living. I need you to get some balloons together for a happy with day. I need you to get some, some 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 candles together and a cake for a happy depth day up in this hush puppy.
0: Y'all, if we haven't gone to Well, you know what? I'm gonna stop saying that because you don't have to go to church to get this kind of message.
1: This transformation, bro. This transformation is right, right, right here. That's why in these concepts, you yeah. cannot just talk about them like in blush and keep on moving this is stuff you need to journal about this is stuff you need to sit with you this is the there are over my master's is in curriculum design instructional systems so when i wrote this book i literally poured myself out into this book in an instructional design fashion so so much so it is laid out in such a way that creates massive growth and transformation there are over 80 different learning objectives and modalities that are taught in this book over 80 different there's 12 chapters there's over 80 different learning points in 12 chapters and we created a workbook that you can get from our website which is shifting a we're asking everybody right now to go grab multiple copies of this book please go to go go to amazon and grab multiple copies of this book right now today Right. And we also need you to do us a favor. If you're an influencer, we're going to ask you that you partner with us. We have an influencer campaign. Go to shiftwithdelatoro.com forward slash influencer, because if you lead teams, if you lead groups, direct sales, network marketing, uh, book clubs, book studies, maybe you have a mastermind team that you lead. One of my really good friends, uh, Dr. Dr. Marquel Russell, just bought this book for 40 members of his mastermind team right oh, another one of my mentors and dear friends great great friend of mine uh, uh, Dr. Myron golden just bought a hundred copies of this book for his entire mastermind team. So at the end of the day my friend, if you have a team if you if you have students, if you coach people, partner with us as an influencer and help us get the word out about this book and do a book study around this dr. Jamal Harrison Bryant just made this the required read for the rest of 2021. He said you got 46 days you, you, you got to buy the book this week. But this is the required read for 2020. You cannot, he said, you cannot go into 2022 without this concept in your system, under your belt. And you will be armed and ready to take 2022 by storm if you receive this book. So we're asking everybody to go grab it. Grab the book from Amazon if you're an Audible person. Here's here's what I would do if I was you. I would get the audio book on Audible and let me read it to you. Let me coach it to you. Grab the physical book on Amazon. Get it to you in Amazon Prime and one day you can grab Audible right now. And for as soon as this, this broadcast is over, you can be listening to me teaching you these concepts via Audible. And you got a five minute sample on Audible absolutely free. And it's my voice. It's not an actor. Then I want you to go to shift into a and grab the book bonuses. We put together over 400 book bonuses that are absolutely free to you. You just go to that page and you click the button that says I already have the book. Give me the bonuses. You put in your receipt number from Amazon, boom, and you'll get all the download of all the bonuses that we've put around this book to help you take your life to the next level. We didn't do any shortcuts. There's no, there's no, there's no pomp and circumstance, y'all. This is the real deal, Holyfield, and we're taking this all the way to the New York Times, with or without you. But we would love your help. Most of us have read books by New York Times best-selling authors, but most of us have never, number one, even met a New York Times best-selling author. Certainly, don't know one personally. And most of us sure as heck can't say that we were a part of the campaign that got them there. At the end of the day, what you make happen for somebody else, God will make happen for
0: you. you. So good. So good. We've talked about a lot. We've (laughs) talked about a lot. There's one more question I want to get in before we uh, end today's live interview. And then if you have questions, you know, real quickly, type those in the comments so that we can get those questions answered before we end this interview. But, you know, one of the things that always comes up when we are attempting to go after our dreams, to create the life that we crave, to, you know, do the thing that we believe that we're purposed and called to do is that a lot of times that fear creeps up. That fear of, 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 of comfort- not being comfortable, that fear of what will I do For income, that fear of am I enough that all these different types of fears Mm -hmm. and and I think it uh, here says you talked about fear and and how it can impact us in in moving forward. You said that, you know, fear shows up in our lives and it's only doing its job. <laughs> what does that mean, and how do we not allow fear to stop us from living our dreams and creating success? Fear is only shot, doing its job.
1: Bad, bro, bro, Marquis, we could do a whole new episode just on that, bro. Mm. <sighs> so, I want you to take a quick moment, and I want you to think about it like this. First of all, I want you to personify fear, instead of allowing fear to be this outside entity. Or whatever, whatever. Personify it. Think about it like a person. It's okay for fear to to show up at your front door. However, you have the choice to whether you're going to let fear come upstairs, hang out in your guest bedroom, and stay there for six months. It's okay for fear to show up. It's okay for you to have a dialogue with fear at your front doorsteps. You don't have to let it in, and you certainly don't have to let it stay. That's number one. Number two, you got to understand fear is only doing its job. Fear thinks you're five years old. These are just some of the many concepts we teach in the book. Fear thinks you're five. So fear, because of our primitive brain, I just got done doing a a live stream with one of my top students, and she is a clinical psychiatrist. And so all she does is study the brain, PTSD, trauma, and, and, and neuroscience. And she says, because of the way the primitive brain that we have is set up, Your brain is hardwired to keep your body alive. So your brain's number one job is to keep you away from anything it does not think you're going to have success in. So when your brain talks you out of your best ideas, it's only doing its job. It's trying to keep you safe. But the problem is your brain keeping you safe keeps you in your comfort zone. And everything that you want in your life is on the other side of your comfort zone. There's no doubt about it. Fear is your biggest kickstand. So, you have to get rid of the bully that's trying to control you. And I use a powerful illustration from the Karate Kid Part 3 in the beginning of the chapter. You got to get the book. It is just epic. And you got to make a decision that you're not going to let fear own you. Because most of us, Marquis, are allowing fear to make decisions versus faith to make decisions. And the biggest difference here's how you know who's talking to you, right? Think about them both as they're on your shoulder. But instead of looking at one as a demon and one as an angel, look at them both as angels. That's cool. Watch this. The angel of fear is saying, don't do that. D- don't, don't try that. The voice of fear is always going to be pulling you back because it's trying to keep you what it calls safe. Hmm. Okay. The angel of faith is always going to be pushing you. Go for it. Try it. Make it happen. I know you don't have all the resources. I know you don't have, all, but go, you got this. Does that make sense? So you got to understand both of them in their minds, in their own minds. Remember, we're treating them as human as as other people in their own minds. They're just doing their job. They're just doing what they think is best for you. You have to make a decision which one you're going to believe. Because watch this faith and doubt both require one thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put it in the the, faith and doubt require the same thing. Belief.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Faith, watch this. Faith is belief in an outcome you desire. Doubt is belief in an outcome you don't desire.
0: Can we just stop right there real quick? Can can we stop right there real quick? I'll I'll never forget when I learned from Bishop Noel Jones. uh, Because a lot of times we would always say that the antithesis of faith was fear. Mm -hmm. It is not. Bishop Noel Jones taught one, one year, many years ago, he said that the antithesis of faith is doubt. And because when we catch it, the antithesis, the opposite of faith is doubt. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Yes, sir. Doubt is doubting that the evidence or doubt is having to have to see physically before you believe
1: come on come on now so and so so
0: we've got to understand that we've got to understand that the opposite of faith is doubt and doubt doubt and faith can't exist in the same space
1: absolutely cannot absolutely cannot so again just Mm. another powerful that's why i say there's no favorite chapter i don't have a favorite chapter in this entire book because Mm. each one this ain't one of them this ain't one of them cds that you can skip a bunch of songs you can't do that Each song, each one, come on, somebody. Each one is profound, man, and you need time to process it. That's why I want you all to go and grab several copies of this book. I want you to find five or 10 people and put them in your biker posse right now, and y'all go through this book together. That's what the whole thing is about. You want to ride with other people, man. Get other folks with you on the super highway of life and go through the super highway of life with other riders. You don't have to ever have ridden a motorcycle or have any interest in riding a motorcycle to get the powerful principles in this book. The principles and the concepts are first position. The fact that it's a motorcycle metaphor is second place, but I guarantee you By the time you're done with this book, it's gonna make you wanna go out and explore the (laughs) possibilities of becoming a writer because the principles are just so powerful and they're so profound. So we want everybody to go support this book, get on out there and be a part of this process. It's gonna be incredible.
0: Well, the link to the book has been provided in the comments uh, multiple times. So those of you who'll be watching the replay, go get the book. I'm gonna buy the book myself and several probably of them uh, today. And share them out because this message needs to be heard. So before we go, always let every guest, you know, share their final comments, you know, looking straight into the camera to that person uh, who who needs that word to hold on to that inspiration, that motivation that they need to just to keep going towards their dream. So I'm going to ask you to share those final words.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm so grateful for this podcast and this wonderful opportunity. My friend, I I celebrate you. I'm excited about the opportunity for us to get a chance to connect together in this really, really super cool way. I want you to reach out to me and let me know what this episode has meant to you. Let me know what this content has meant to you so that I can become a new mentor, a new coach, a new voice of belief, a new voice of possibility in your life. Uh, I guarantee you, as a result of this conversation, you have thought of something, some area in your life where you want to shift, some area where your life you want to shift. And so what I'd like to leave you with is three ways that you can make any shift in moments. And that is simply this. And this comes from chapter four in the book. you want to make any kind of shift or change in your life, you first got to see things as they are. You got to see it like it is. You got to be a realist. Be honest, look it dead in the face and see it as it is. Number two, you got to see that situation is better than the way it is. You must become an optimist. You got to be able to see it better because if you can't see it better, you can't improve it. So you got to see it as it is step number one. But then you got to see it better than it is. That's step number two. And then once you see it better than the way it is, you got to every day get up and you got to make it like you see it. You got to become an activist. So you got to be a realist, an optimist, and an activist. See your body like it is. See your body better than the way it is. And every day make your body like you see it. See your finances like they are. See your finances better than the way they are. Make your finances like you see them. See your relationship, your marriage as it is. See it better than the way it is. Go out there and make it like you see it. Be a realist, be an optimist, be an activist. That's how you can shift anything in any area of your life in moments. Reach out to me. I am a touchable, successful person. And I mean that. I'm very, very successful, but I'm actually very cornbread, very touchable, Dr. Del Toro on all social media. Join our Facebook group, which is called the Shift Into a Higher Gear Global Biker Posse. Join our Facebook group. Join our Facebook community of high achievers who are rallying around this book content. Pick up the book, several copies of it on Amazon.com. Listen to the audio on Audible. Go over to ShiftIntoAhigherGear.com to grab the companion workbook, which is 108 pages of ninjenness that is designed to go along with this incredible book and download all the book bonuses and all that good stuff and join this movement, join this process with us so that we can get this book all the way to the New York Times bestseller list and help the world fall in love with these principles and these concepts. God bless you, my friend. I'm excited about your future and we can't wait to help you shift everything into higher gear. God bless.
0: Brother, 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 let me tell you. I'm going back to listen to this again myself. <laughs> times,
1: I'm going to listen to it three times. Bro. I'm going
0: back to listen to this again. <laughs> I'm so appreciative of you taking the time out to, to share with us today, to share about your book. Uh, many people in the comments uh, definitely said they're going to buy buy the book. And I, I'm going to buy several copies today, today as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and and, we and the Audible, too. I can download the Audible right now. Right now. So Yeah. yeah. Definitely looking forward to that. So thanks for for joining me. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, all you have to do is search out on Spotify, iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher. Maximize your brand with Marquise Brayton. We're going to have this uploaded as soon as possible so that you can grab hold of that and listen to it on your phone while you're walking, while you're working out, while you're cleaning the house. However you want to listen to it on your phone, you can go to either one of those outlets to download the podcast i'm always appreciative of you joining me each and every week right here for the maximizing brand podcast i think in 2022 we're going to just shift it back to just live interviews because there's nothing like the energy of live interviews if you are not a part of my community what i want to do is invite you to text let me make sure this is up text brand me to 77222 brand me to 77222 and you'll get a welcome email as well as a free resource if you're not a part of the maximize your brand with Mark Keith Brayton community i am so overjoyed so overjoyed about today's show and look forward to more shows just like this but here's what i want you to remember always shoot for the top because it is the bottom that's overcrowded take care somebody